0: Welcome to Episode 5 of The Transformation Show. In this episode, I'll show you how to save money and the environment by converting to e-faxing. Plus, I'll give you some updates on how the transformation book's going and some of the insights that you, the motivated pharmacy owner listeners, have given me to improve that. Plus, this week is National Stroke Prevention Week, and how there was a big opportunity on Twitter for one of our national brands. Welcome to the Transformation Show, where successful pharmacy owners and technology partners help you to build a better 21st century pharmacy by embracing technology. Here is your host, Robert Starr. G'day everyone, and welcome to another episode of Transformation. Transformation. Thank you to all you motivated Pharmacy Owner listeners for some great feedback again this week. Um, I'm overwhelmed by it and it's only going to make this show better and everything else from a transformation much better. The feedback I got is that we want an audiobook, so, an audiobook you shall have. It may not come out in time for the book launch, but it certainly will be not far after. Plus some great insights that you guys have given me as well is that you didn't want to just read a book at the end of the day. You want to take some action steps and be able to do something. So Transformation, the book, has actually been transformed a little bit in that it will become a definitive how-to embrace technology from a pharmacy owner's perspective and partner with it to build your 21st century pharmacy. It's a bit of a DIY program. So I'm now putting together a workbook that's going to come out with a book in June. Under the pump, I know, but the feedback I've been getting has been terrific and I want to bring that to you. It just excites me to do that. I'm looking at also around a launch as well. Um, So I'd love to get some feedback as to how you want to see that. At the moment, some ideas is to go around to every major capital city. And if that's something that you guys want, I will certainly do that. But there's also another alternative as well. Being a technology-based book, and uh, certainly I'm one that adopts technology um, to the the nth degree, I would um, encourage doing an online launch as well. So perhaps an event in Melbourne with an online launch. So I'd love to know if that's something that you guys would see some value with, or whether you'd prefer to see me around the country as well. I'm going to put a poll out on the um, blog site again, and I think it'll again be majority rules in that regard. There's been some great feedback around some of the um, initiatives that I've introduced in the previous episodes, podcasting, using Twitter as a news feed. Um, But this feedback has been as well, that as good as the instruction has been in some of the videos, that some of you may want a little bit more help as well. So I'm going to potentially start to roll out what I call mini transformations. So if it's something that you see value in and that you want some additional help in getting a podcast set up and executed every week, that's something that I should be able to provide some greater assistance for you. And I'll put the call out there for some pharmacy owners to put their hands up and say, look, I'd like to be part of a trial. And that's something that we'll be doing over the coming weeks. So in the news this week, A bit of doom and gloom from what I've been hearing. The Pharmacy Guild has put out an employment expectation report expecting up to 9,000 job losses in the next year. And also that there hasn't been a worse time to buy a pharmacy because they're largely overpriced and shrinking revenues isn't exciting people to get into pharmacy ownership. Well... Much, much akin to everything else that I talk about in this show, I'm here to tell you the opposite. I think there's never been a better time for a pharmacy owner to get into pharmacy, but you do need to commit to transforming your businesses into patient-centric ones. So what that means is that I just think that to strip it all the way back, we just need to find out what our patients' problems are and be exceptional at helping them solve them. And if we can do that, we're gonna tailor our businesses to exactly our patients' expectations. I think we need to listen more and find out what that is. And putting that together with streamlining our operations, and I believe we can do that by partnering with some smart technology, which we're talking about, that we're able to then have the freedom to spend more time with our patients without needing to wear the hundred hats of marketing, accounting, bookkeeping, and all of these things that weigh us down and prevent us from getting out of our dispensaries and our offices and spending more time with our patients. So that's my little soapbox thing. There's uh, Stroke Prevention Week as well. So I wanted to talk a little bit about stroke prevention and what's been happening this week. There's been a great mobile health application come out for iPhone and iPad, which enables pharmacists to, to do ECG testing in pharmacy. So a bit of screening there. And according to the research from University of Sydney, they could actually prevent more than 120 strokes per year, which is a fantastic initiative. And once again, this is a problem that our patients have and we can help solve them by partnering with smart technology to enable us to do that not only efficiently, accurately but also in the greatest sense make the biggest impact and save some lives in the process. So great thing to hear there as well. Also big big hats off to Ken Mart this week as well who did Australia's biggest blood pressure check as well. But in the same voice of me congratulating Mart, I think we missed they missed a massive opportunity by not having a Twitter handle. There's been some terrific um, store level Twitter handles that are bought into the campaign as well, but there's been no national voice from ChemMart. And now, what I can tell you about Twitter, we spoke about it last week as a news feed, but just even running a very quick report from 50 of an estimated 190 total tweets that those 50 tweets that came out, particularly from Sunrise, Strike Foundation, Chris Bath. People with big followings, it created nearly 300,000 impressions. And what that means is that 300,000 people got to hear about the great work that Ken Mart's doing. And it would have been great to Kenmart to join that conversation and just continue that momentum. Sure, there was a hashtag for hashtag Kenmart, and that's how I've been able to get some analytics around there. But that's only from 50 of 190 tweets. I would estimate that if we did the full research and got the full report around that, it would be something in the north of about 700,000 impressions. So that's a big opportunity, but that should also highlight, even when we strip it back, to a local level, why seven of the chemarts that do have Twitter handles, why they're going to get a great benefit from that in their communities and hopefully drive some more traffic to their stores because they've got a voice. So that's, if you need proof of why we need to be on Twitter, we don't need to be there to create hysteria and post cat videos and controversial comments, but we just need to be there because the conversation is bigger than our communities. It's, global, national, and people do like talking on Twitter as well. So we need to be there as motivated pharmacy owners in the in the area that we can have that conversation and bring those conversations where we want to do. So that might be in store or it might even be online if you've got an online presence as well. Okay, so e-faxing, what What, what is that? So we're going to go through the four steps as I spoke to last week. So the first step is education. So what does e-faxing do well it does everything that we're used to a normal fax does except it doesn't consume ink it doesn't consume much power at all because it's coming through email gateways so we're not actually having to create any additional appliances in the process and we're able to send and receive faxes but what we're able to do with electronic faxing that we can't do with normal faxing is that we can actually use email filters to our advantage to be able to channel certain phone numbers so if you run a aged care business and you get a large number of faxes from nursing homes and it comes from a particular fax number you can set up an easy filter either in Outlook or if you use Google Apps or Gmail. as a a store platform, that you can channel that to a particular folder and that can also then be forwarded perhaps to someone else. So if you have an offsite pharmacist and they've got their dedicated address, you can have it sent out to them as well. So there's a lot we can do with it in an electronic sense that we can't do with paper. With paper, we just simply have a fax machine that often lives in our offices. It doesn't live in our uh, dispensaries or the high traffic area so it means that we've actually got to send someone out there on a routine basis, and we can miss things coming through. I had some feedback even in our own stores over over the last weekend, is that you know warfarin dosing that was coming through on Friday night was just simply missed because no one actually checked it. But we've actually got electronic faxing working. We just need to have email on every computer, so we've actioned that first thing Monday. But because we've got in a digital sense, it was really easy to do that. So. That, that's just a little, a little advantage as to what electronic faxing can do so where in our stores can that be useful well we do receive faxes from nursing homes if we do have aged care businesses we also receive those unsolicited faxes as well and nothing feels better than actually just pressing a delete button instead of having to throw yet another piece of paper away because someone sent a holiday deal through or a cleaning offer or a travel offer so you know we don't want those obviously so we can just easily delete them as well. We may send owing rep- reports out to our doctors as well, and they might be a significant number of pages. What would, what, How good would it be if we could just simply send a digital version via electronic faxing? And if the doctors use electronic faxing, and we have doctors that love using that, then we've just removed probably 70 or 80 pages a week of paper out of the workflow as well. So it, it has some tremendous advantages. And like I said, you can send and receive as well. There are some alternative solutions. Health HealthNotes have, have a great owing solution. I won't cover that today because that would be probably a whole other episode as to what all of these notifications and SMS software can actually do. But that's another alternative out there at the moment. So what else can we do? Well, obviously paperless is a big, big component there because we're not gonna be using as much paper, we're not gonna be using as much ink, and we're also not gonna have another piece of machinery to maintain when it breaks down as well. So what are we gonna need? From a partnership perspective, we'll need a PDF writer. And what that is is that just when you generate a report from your point of sale um, or your dispense software, it just means that instead of printing it, you print it digitally. So, some of it's so a lot of be familiar with Adobe Acrobat that's a very good one it's a you can get a free reader, but if you actually want to generate a PDF or a portable document, so what that basically is is just a, a digital version of the paper that you print out that's all it really is Don't worry about the terminology there that's all it really does but there's also a free one called the tiny PDF and I'll put all these links on the blog as well, so don't worry if you Missed, missed the names or where they came from or whatever, I'll put some steps and some videos on there as to how you can do that. And a popular electronic faxing one, and there's a lot of pharmacies around the country that use this particular one, is called Traytel. We use that one ourselves, and I'll put a link on there as well. So to set it up, all one really does is just divert your current fax to that one, put the number across to them, it's quite economical, it'll only cost you somewhere between 9 and $25 a month to actually have the service, but to receive faxes and send them, it's much, much, much cheaper than what you'd be paying right at the moment. Plus, you think of the paper, the consumables that you're going to save as well. And if you can get nursing homes across to these types of things, it's terrific. Particularly also if you have medication management software like WebsterCare, for example, that allows you to actually insert scan documents into the medication management software. So there's some really good advantages that you have there once you've got it into a digital space. And from an optimization point of view, well, I guess it's just about trying to target one specific thing. All you really can do in the beginning is just try it out. They do give you a trial um, trial tell, so you can just forward it without porting it and just see how it goes. Um, but you can always refine it. You can create these filters that I'm talking about as well so that all your nursing home faxes go to a particular folder in your Outlook or your, or your Google Apps so that a particular staff member can pick those up as they go through. And, You know, A normal workflow in aged care is that you'll receive one of these requests, you'll check out the the drug chart, compare it to the patient profile, and then action it from there. And obviously, then those charts get stored, which offers another opportunity that digital does that paper doesn't, in that you could file it digitally as well. I won't go into that today, but again, the opportunities are endless once we actually get into this digital environment. So... Guys, I hope you get a lot of value from that. I'll put a lot more information on there. There's a lot more that we can cover in a 15-minute podcast, but it's just a tremendous advantage. We're all looking for ways of being able to do more with less time and less and less money, um, and this is really one of those. And pretend- potentially how you use fax in your business this has a a great opportunity to save you even up to a thousand dollars a year in consumables paper and also time and efficiency of having to run back and forth to a fax machine so look look forward to uh, hearing some great feedback from that from everyone i hope you all have a great weekend and a week ahead and i look forward to speaking to you again next week